We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg, yes. down Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkinson, yes. they did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to our Twitter Spaces live show. Saturday edition, two Saturdays in a row we were live last Saturday as we were live during the NFL Combine as the edge rushers and linebackers were going on. And this week, Combine's all finished and we are a couple days away from NFL free agency And the stove is definitely heating up in the NFL universe right now. We've seen multiple different trades, superstars being traded to different teams. Aaron Rodgers sticking around in Green Bay, Russell Wilson going to Denver. Um, I mean, Carson Wentz going to Washington, Khalil Mack being traded to the Chargers. Multiple, multiple different trades going around in the NFL. Still a lot of hot names available via the trade market. And then, obviously, the free agent window opens up Monday, March 16th. So that's just going to be crazier for every single NFL team as there's obviously going to be a lot of big names on the move as well. Um, I got my man with me, Pierre. No Malcolm with us today because it is a little different time. But, Pierre, how are you doing today, my man? I'm doing, I'm doing great, man. How are you? What the hell was that? Sorry, that was a lecture for one of my classes. <laughs> you're uh, you better be on spring break after you are on spring break, aren't you? Yeah, but um, I just have to do one little thing before I leave. So I got you. Yeah, Pierre is actually going to miss a little bit of time because he's going to be on vacation. So if you guys don't hear him next week, you know, if we have some emergency pods, the lines do something. Just know this guy's getting a tan somewhere nice. So uh, <laughs> Pierre, I hope you have a a nice vacation and. Thank you. And, you know, we'll, we'll obviously do all the work for, for agency. And, you know, when you're back, you're back. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about a couple topics I want to do. We're obviously going to get to free agency, some, uh, some guys that maybe can intrigue you in this free agency market. And, you know, we've talked about a lot of them in our podcast. We did some pre-recorded episodes of some positions of the Lions need. So if you guys are interested in a specific position that we may, maybe not cover in this little Twitter spaces, 
you guys could always go back. There is on our feed right now. So if you guys are interested in a certain position, we each from our team brought one guy that interests us in this free agent market. So if you guys are interested in that, we don't bring up a name, we'll do that. But I want to first talk about the hot name right now, and that is quarterback Deshaun Watson. He's obviously in the trade market. He His civil cases were... You know, he, he he passed the civil cases, so he's available. The civil to, cases, the criminal case. The criminal case. So he's he's allowed to play. He's going to be traded very soon. And there's multiple teams very, very interested. And the Lions, as of right now, are not one of those teams. Just curious. We know Deshaun Watson is a talent, and you were one of them last year uh, who wanted Deshaun Watson on your football team. Just curious, what's your opinion of what the Lions should maybe do with the situation with Sean Watson being available on the trade market? Yes, yeah, so I remember I said last year if he was cleared, um, I want him on my team. If he's not cleared, he should be in prison, right? So yeah. it looks like yesterday there wasn't enough evidence against him. Therefore, he was not guilty, I guess. Um, I do want him on the team, but I could see why the lines are like, okay, we're not interested. One, because the owner is a female. Um, number two is because the Lions, maybe they feel like they're not ready to trade for that type of quarterback yet. Maybe they want to build their roster up first, right? So I could see why they are not interested. Obviously, um, you don't want to piss off your fans either because of the, I mean, the fan base is split. A lot of people want it, a lot of people don't. And I get both sides of it. So maybe the Lions don't want to piss off their fan base. That's another thing. Do you think the Lions should be a contender? Let's see. Yeah, let's go with the word contender in this sweepstakes right now for Deshaun Watson. Do you think they should be one of the teams? Um, even if they were, to be honest, I don't think Deshaun would waive his no trade clause for Detroit. Do you think do you think they should be at least trying to trade for Deshaun Watson? I personally would, but I get why they're not. Like for me, it's like we're talking about Deshaun Watson right now. We're talking about a guaranteed top seven quarterback in the NFL when he's playing. Young. You have him under contract. Like, this is a no brainer to me. When you have a guy like Deshaun Watson available for trade. Like, I'm sorry, three first-round picks? Yeah, you do that. And when you are the position with the Lions, I understand you are in the middle of a rebuild, and picks are very, very valuable right now. But you bring in Deshaun Watson, it fixes so many holes on your football team, and he maps so many flaws on your football team with the talent that he is. And even the picks that you will be trading – the Lions have put themselves in such a good position draft-wise with draft positioning, what Brad Holmes has done in just one year, where they have the capital to make a move like this, and this is the move that could push the Lions over that hump, get them over that edge. I mean, Deshaun Watson's a guaranteed top-seven quarterback in the NFL right now. This is a no-brainer to me. I think you have to be in this market, and you have to be one of those teams that are at least – calling and trying to make a move for Deshaun Watson. I, I, I just don't think it's even questionable right now. We know what Deshaun Watson is a talent. Yeah, uh, we do. But uh, it just seems like based on all the reports and Ian Rappaport, Aaron Wilson covers the Texans closely, Adam Schefter, Jordan Schultz. I have not seen the Lions mentioned once. I, I just don't understand. 
I really don't understand. Well, I just told you what it is. Maybe it's ownership not allowing it. Maybe, maybe. I mean, maybe that's part of it. Fan base, for one. Um, A lot of fans would be pissed if he came here. And I understand why, right? You also, maybe you're not just ready to to give up that much capital. Maybe you think you're like, you still want to build through the draft instead of give all that capital for Deshaun Watson. I don't know what they're thinking. I do know the Lions front office is aggressive. It could be ownership. It could be maybe the front office thinking, let's just take this thing slowly. Let's build it the right way. Let's not rush it. There could be multiple factors. We don't know. My question is then, is like, when is the right time for a quarterback? Because I don't think there's ever a right or wrong time you go out and get your quarterback. And especially with Deshaun Watson, not like you're – like let's say Russell Wilson, for example. Like, you know, Russell Wilson's 33 years old. Maybe you don't see like too many more years of Russell Wilson. That's like an argument, right? Maybe I understand that perspective. I mean, Deshaun Watson's, what, 25 years old, 20, 24, 25 years old, something like that. Like, he's got many good years left in him. Yeah, but like I, like I said, um, number of factors, we don't know exactly what it is. But they're not interested in him, so maybe we could put this. Um, I don't know if it's worth talking about. They're not interested in him, right? Because we're just going back and forth. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, there's no interest. I think the Lions should be a contender for Deshaun Watson. I think they should have their name in this list of teams that are calling the Houston Texans that are interested in them. I, I don't know. I, I think the Lions have the appropriate draft capital to give up, and this is a guy that you could definitely be building around for the next 10 years or more. I, I just think it's a no-brainer, and it's kind of frustrating, honestly, just a little bit that they're not even in contention for Deshaun Watson, but... I mean, the way I look at it, you're going to have to get a quarterback eventually. Goff is probably not your guy, assuming he doesn't have some crazy stunning gear in 2022. He's not your guy. I mean, what's the plan at quarterback? Even if you do it the right way, you're still going to have to trade a lot of draft capital more than likely. Maybe they want a rookie contract, right? I mean, I don't know what they want. Maybe they think next year's class they could find a guy. Next year's class is obviously a lot better than this year's class. Yeah. There's like about three or four quarterbacks being talked about in the first round right now. That could change, obviously. It will change for sure. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. But you want to get to free agency? Yeah, let's get into free agency and let's get into some names that could intrigue some people. So, Peter, when you look at this free agency market, we've seen one name that's really eye-popping to a lot of people. And that's wide receiver Allen Robinson. Obviously, there's the mutual connection with him being from the state of Michigan and with him obviously hitting the open market and Allen Robinson having a lot of good football, you know, plays in his career. One of the top receivers for a little bit. Not the not, he's not the best receiver, but one of the top guys in you know in the last couple of years. Right. And he's a free agent right now. I believe he's turning twenty eight years old, probably when the season turns around. I believe it's twenty eight. And he's a free agent right now. And the Lions obviously have a glaring need at wide receiver. The stacked wide receiver class that we presumed that was going to be in the fringe C has been a little thinned down. Guys being re-signed, guys being franchise tagged, some other guys being traded, some other guys being suspended. So uh, Allen Robinson's still out there for the Lions. Is this one of those free agents where the Lions just have to go out and get? It seems like it, right, because they said they want to go after a top receiver. And Ben Johnson, I don't know if you heard him talk about receivers, but he said they want a big guy, kind of like a guy who can take over games, like an ex-receiver, a big, true number one receiver. And that's Allen Robson. But obviously, 
there's going to be competition for his services because he's the best receiver out there. And there are a number of teams that are eyeing him, the Raiders, the Jets, the Lions, um, just some Nate, some others, probably some other teams in there too. Oh, I know the Patriots were eyeing him, but I don't know if they'd be willing to pay that much. Um, the Jaguars as well. I don't know if the Jags, if he'd go back to Jacksonville, but he started his career there. So there's going to be a lot of competition. He's the top receiver on the market right now, and after that, it's a major drop-off. Yeah. Like, you're looking at Christian Kirk, DJ Char, those kind of guys, like Tier 3, Tier 4 guys versus Allen. He's more like a Tier 2, right? Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that's definitely fair. I mean, he had a little down year last year, but overall as a player, there's no reasoning why you wouldn't put Allen Robinson there unless – he had more years like he did last year. I just I don't see that happening, honestly. Yeah, and um, also a lot of people were talking about the separation issues. Like last year, he didn't separate that well. Last year was a fluke year. He was dealing with ankle injury. But if you look, if you look at his other past years, um, like 2020, 2019, and 2018, he was always top 20 in separation. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't even getting the amount of targets that he usually is usually getting either. I mean, we've seen Allen be one of those top guys every single year. And, I mean, the Bears were a very weird team last year. And probably some of that goes into his separation, so some of it's on him. But I think you could put a lot of the problems, too, even on the team that he was on. And it was very dysfunctional throughout the whole season. Yeah, so here's the numbers I have for me. In 2020, he was 11 in separation. In 2019, he was 13th in separation. 2018, he was third in separation. Mm-hmm. So the guy separates. Last year was just a fluke clear. Obviously, he had a rookie quarterback throwing the ball. Uh, he had an ankle injury with him, with Allen Robinson. And I, I think Matt Nagy kind of sort of lost the locker room last year as well. Yeah. So the Lions went out a couple of days ago. They re-signed wide receiver Josh Reynolds. And he was a guy who came in midseason for the Lions and played really well. A guy, I believe, 19 catches, a little over 300 yards in a little less than half a season once he came yep. in via uh, waivers. He comes back on a two-year deal, $6 million guarantee. So it looks like it's pretty much two years, $3 million a year. 
it could reach up all the way up to $12 million. Reach up to it, 10. 10 or 12? It was 10. So originally, I think the agent tweeted 12, but today from over the cap. So here are the full uh, details. Reynolds signed a two-year contract alliance, base value six, additional $4 million incentives, that'd be 10. He has $2.7 million guaranteed in the signing bonus of seven fifty, and he has a $2 million cap hit this year. Okay, so that's very, very team-friendly. Right. Very, very team-friendly. Okay, Basically so- like a one-year deal, and after one year, they could easily move on with, like, yeah. with, a, with little dead cap. So you don't think bringing Josh Reynolds on this deal doesn't like conflict anything that maybe they were going to do this offseason like before that like this was just kind of an insurance as having a veteran and a guy that you could have around if there's injuries more of a depth guy not a guy you have to guarantee a starting spot to I think he could start right he could be a wide receiver three by three I mean like Amon Raz you're like your two or your one a one b sort of type of thing because Amon yeah. Raz last year so I think um he could be like your uh, your Z wide receiver, right? You got your Ys, Amon Ross St. Brown, your Zs, Reynolds. And now you're looking for your X, your big receiver that could stretch the field. That could, like, you're your true number one receiver. And you don't really have that right now. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. I think he could be in that wide receiver, wide receiver four category. And I was wondering, because I think a lot of fans were under the assumption that there's a good shot the Lions could go out in free agency and get one of these big names, like you mentioned, like an Allen Robinson or a Charker, Christian Kirk, something along those lines, right? And yeah. there was also the assumption that maybe they go out and draft one of these rookie wide receivers at 32, 34. Do you think with bringing back Josh Reynolds, maybe Brad Holmes could just chill out a little bit? Maybe he could use that pick towards something else because Josh Reynolds is a guy who was more than capable of starting? It's possible, but according to Dave Burkett, and he said, he said this like multiple times in different articles and stuff, he said that the Lions are willing to pay, um, are actually willing to enter a top free agent and pay top dollar. So yeah. he said he spoke to an agent, that's what an agent said. And then the other day, he also, when they signed Reynolds, he said in his article that the Lions could still go after a top receiver like an Allen Robinson. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not disagreeing there. But do you think it's possible they go after and sign a big receiver and also draft a receiver within 34, pick 34? Yeah, very possible, yes. Like you don't think it, you don't think Josh Reynolds altered any plans? He's yeah. more of just like an insurance depth guy. I could start him, but if there's an upgrade and I think this guy could be on my team for a while, there's going to be no hesitation. I'm going to grab this guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's an issue. Yeah, so I, I was, you know, wondering – I was curious at that time when I saw them bring back Josh Rawls. I was wondering, I wonder if this alters any strategy as far as for agency or the draft as far as the wide receiver position. But then I thought about it, and then I really saw the cap number today. And I'm like, this is very, very team-friendly. So there's going to be no promises to Josh Reynolds, which there really shouldn't have been. He was good for the team, but there has there shouldn't be any long-term promises to Josh Reynolds. So if there's a guy, I think, at 32 or – 34 that's on top of the Lions draft board and it happens to be a wide receiver I really don't think the Lions will have much hesitation going that route and same thing like you mentioned with Allen Robinson if the price tag is right I think they'll go after a guy like Allen Robinson I think Josh Reynolds is just a very very nice insurance if one of those things don't happen there's an end up being the top guy at 32 or 34 on your draft board or you can't land a receiver in Freeston that you like like maybe Allen Robinson I think Josh Reynolds is a very good insurance just in case things don't happen. And with the contract that you got him at, I think it was kind of a no-brainer. 
Yeah, now Tyler, let's so the Lions are also interested in um in Ray Ray McLeod. That's the returner and kind of like the gadget guy for the Steelers. Yeah. This is from CBS Sports. Um so obviously I think that's if they kind of strike out on Khalif Raymond, mm-hmm. right? So if they can't get Raymond back, I think Ray Ray McLeod will be a nice addition. Yeah. I mean yeah, I think that's fine. A guy that's versatile, gadget player special teams you can use them in the backfield even sometimes there's there's some names out there all right the receivers Uh, to keep an eye on just i'll split some names out um christian kirk today there was a report saying he get up to 15 i don't buy that i don't see that happening 15 Um, annually yearly that's just crazy uh juju smith schuster i don't know if he fits the locker room keelan cole's a guy to watch out a guy i really like is from the falcons russell gage I think he would be a solid addition. Obviously, you have the kid out of Jacksonville. Um, a lot of people are talking about him. Uh, DJ Shark, right? Yeah. He's another guy to watch for. Um, Michael Gallup hasn't re-signed yet, but the expectation is he'll re-sign. Same with Cedric Wilson. But if those guys are out there, they should go after one of those guys. I do like both of them. Um, that's that's about it, really. I mean, the rest of the guys are kind of like wide receiver threes, wide receiver fours, fives, kind of. There's a lot of depth, but there's like not a lot of starters on this market. I think something we should also bring up too, because a guy that we were interested in when we talked about last week, Amari Cooper, he ended up getting traded today, uh, the day yeah. of this recording, to the Cleveland Browns. He was a name if the Lions, or if he ended up getting released by the Cowboys, I think the Lions could have been one of the suitors for Amari Cooper. But obviously that's out the window now with him being traded to the Cleveland Browns. So. Yeah, that, that receiver market has really, really thinned out. You know, Mike Williams has obviously got his franchise tag. Chris Godwin was the name for some Lions fans. He got franchise tag. So, you know, that class that we expected that was going to be really, really deep in free agency, it's really thinned out now. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. And I think Allen Robinson, as of right now, if the price tag is right, I don't think Brad Holmes has hesitation. And I, I want to bring up something as well. The Rams – so obviously the tree Brad Holmes comes from, they have prioritized receiver pretty early in their in their draft class and just overall in their team building aspect. Right. They view it as an important aspect of building. Look at last year. I know Brad Holmes wasn't there in the last year's draft, but last year the tree comes from 2-2 Atwell in the second round. The year before, Van Jefferson in the second round. They've always had high-priority receivers on their team. They've always had Cooper Cup, Robert Woods the last couple of years, had Brandon Cooks for a little bit, so – this is a team that really prioritizes wide receivers, so I don't think Brad Holmes is going to have any hesitation if the price tag is right in free agency. And like I mentioned in the draft as well, if there's a guy that he really likes, I think there's no hesitation that he'll draft one at 32 or 34, depending on yeah, I'm with you, you know, whatever, whatever's there. Now let's get into linebacker, another major need. There's obviously the Lions are one of 12 teams, I believe, interested in Bobby Wagner. I think that's a long shot just because he probably wants to go to a contender. But it would be nice to get Wagner, right? One of the best linebackers in the league, still playing at a high level. Um, other guys that are out there, though, Tyler, and we didn't mention this, but Dan Campbell did say he wanted like a downhill type of linebacker, right? In their new four-two-five scheme. So a guy that I kind of like that I didn't mention is Rashawn Evans from the Titans. from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, he's talented. He's been up and down in his career. He's had years where he's been good. He's had years where he's been bad. Um, another guy I wouldn't mind, we talked about Lane Vanderesh already. If you guys want to check that out, you could check it's on the feed on the uh, Apple or whatever you listen to. 
Another guy I wouldn't mind is the guy you said, Nicholas Morrow, but the Raiders are reportedly expect to bring him back. Pierre, you're cutting out a little bit. Okay, hold up. Wait, there you go. You sound good now. Okay. Just repeat what you said. You said Nicholas Morrow, and I couldn't hear you afterwards. No. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe we lost Pierre. Well, he was talking about linebackers. He was talking about... Uh, Leighton Van Josh, if you guys couldn't hear that, Nicholas Morrow, and then he brought up Rashawn Evans from Tennessee. I believe he's coming off his rookie deal. He was drafted, um, I want to say in 2018, because he was one of the guys I remember I liked coming in the draft class. And he's had a solid career at Tennessee. So that would be that would be a nice addition for the Lions. You know, he fits the scheme that they're currently trying to run. So Rashawn Evans would be an intriguing name. I think Devondre Campbell. We talked about him in our last episode. I think that would be a really good fit for the Lions. Good coverage guy. Really good tackling machine for the Lions. A little older, 29 years old, but had a very, very productive season with the Green Bay Packers last year. So Devondre Campbell is also a name I would definitely look out for Lions fans. And there was the episode of Inside the Den, I think it's called, with the Lions like YouTube channel. And they had like the John Dorsey. like I, They were talking about players that they like and – some people, I guess, thought it was Devondre Campbell. So I guess we'll see if that's ultimately true on Monday or just any day next week whenever Devondre Campbell ends up making that decision. But, Pierre, are you here? Yeah, can you hear me now? I could hear you. Okay. Just wanted to make All sure right. you were kind of Another out. guy is Tyler Meany. I've liked this guy. We've mentioned him on the pod multiple times in like previous seasons. Is Jordan Hicks. The Jordan he Hicks from the Cardinals. from Arizona. He's 30 years old, but... I feel like he could help Derek Barnes develop a little on whoever they draft. I think they're going to draft the guy as well. So Hicks would be a solid addition. Um, another guy, he's we actually know him. He plays for the Vikings, Anthony Barr. He's really talented. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy the past few years. Um, what else? I'm looking here. Oh, there is this kid right here, Alexander Johnson from the Broncos. Um, this is a guy who was hurt. Last year, but the previous year he had career highs, and uh, he was he was he had a career high in the coverage grade and against the run as well. And the Broncos fans want him back. So, so I got a question for you, Pierre. Not linebackers, but going on to safety. The hot name for Lions fans, and you were one of the people that started this campaign, Marcus Williams. I haven't seen as much, you know, traction with Marcus Williams and the Lions leading up to this free agency on Monday. What's your thoughts on that? Well, they said they wanted to go after Allen. I think if they strike out on a top receiver, I think they'll go after a top safety. You got Quandre Diggs here. You got Marcus Williams. You got Marcus May coming off an injury. He'll be cheap. Um, you have kind of like maybe like second options or third options, like a Jabril Peppers, um, Xavier Woods from the Vikings, right? Um, who else is out there? You guys remember Jerron Curse? He had a great year with Dallas. The Cowboys, yeah. Us, but he was great with Dallas. Maybe they take a shot at him. Justin Reed from Houston is another solid guy. Uh, obviously, you could bring back Tracy Walker. Um, Ronnie Harrison from the Cleveland. He's only 25 years old. Right? Did you mention Isaiah Whitehead from Tampa Bay? I'm coming up to him. He's right here. Yeah. Jordan Whitehead. Like, I have a list in front Jordan of Jordan Whitehead, sorry. Isaiah. Yep, Jordan Whitehead. <laughs> I mean, that's about it. So there is like some solid safeties out there, not stars. They're not all stars, but they're good starters. Like they, they could start for you. Um, Piers, is it fair to say that the Lions 
are going to dish out a multi-year contract to a guy that's not on our team right now. Yes, 100%. Bob, like, that's for sure. Bob called this the player acquisition phase, and he said they have more resources this year. So I'm guessing they're going to give out more than just like a couple one-year deals. They're, they're going to give out maybe two, three, four-year deals. Yeah, because last year the Lions approach was they obviously gave the multi-year deal to Romeo Cuaro, and then I think the only free agent, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think the only free agent last year they got a multi-year deal was Jamal Williams. He got the two-year deal. I believe everyone else was one-year deals. I might be wrong here. I just no, you're right. I missed someone. Is it just Jamal Williams, right? And Romeo. Also, it was uh, well, they traded for him. It was Michael Brockers. They traded for him. Gave him. Yeah, that. yeah. But I'm saying, as far as bridge, it was just those two, right? That was the only guys they signed to multi-year deals. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So yeah, I mean, I think we could definitely expect some multi-year multi-year deals for the lines this offseason. And I, I really do believe that you're going to get one big name this offseason. I think you're going to get one of those guys that's going to make $15 million plus a year. I really do believe the Lions will get one guy this year in free agency that will be making that type of money. Yeah, Marcus Williams to me makes the most sense. I know we talked about Allen Robson, but Marcus Williams makes the most sense to me because at 32 or 34, you could take like a Christian Watson or George Pickens, right? Mm-hmm. Um, those are like those big receivers that, that they that they want. I one of them will be there, maybe not both, but one of them should be there for sure. Yeah, I mean nothing's a guarantee, obviously, with the draft. But yeah, you're right. I mean, more I mean, than I, more than likely, one of the two should be there. Maybe sure. you want to say Drake London. I doubt Drake London will be there, but that's another name to to watch for. Like those big receivers that they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And obviously, that there's more guys. Do you want to get some people up here? We'll get some for agency questions. If someone wants to chime in the Sean Watt situation, we can do that as well. Yeah, we so, yeah. So, so whoever's interested, you guys could request. And we're going to keep it very short. Keep it one question. You could say what you want to say, and then we're going to move the show along, and then we're going to end around probably close to 7 o'clock today. So we're going to keep it a, a little short show today. Yep. So if you guys are interested, you guys could just request. Had some requests while we were talking, but I don't see them anymore. I think they might have left or took the request off. So if you guys want to request back, you can do that. Right. So anyone wants to? There we go. All right. All right. Anonymous, what's up, man? What's up, Anonymous? How are you guys doing? Good, good, man. How you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, so yeah, I'll be quick. Uh, Pierre and I, we kind of did a Twitter space last night and kind of talked about the whole Deshaun Watson thing. Um, yeah. So I'm not really going to repeat what was discussed there, but just one thing to think about. I, don't, I really don't think the Lions are going to have any interest because they're still trying to reprove the image that they have from dealing with the Patricia issue. You know, this, the whole issue he had with the lady from his college days and all of that and that whole debacle. Pretty sure they don't want another near miss like that to be brought up from a high profile player or coach or anything of that sort. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, we already talked about it, so I did do some research on it, and the Lions are not interested right now. Um, they're not interested in Deshaun. That obviously could change throughout the next couple of days, but it just doesn't seem like it's going to be one of the situations because they were interested, they would probably be in the pool of teams right now. And right as of right now, they're not in that pool of teams. So I think it would have to be something pretty shocking for the Lions to be in that, in that interest for Deshaun Watson. But 
So, yeah, uh, it looks like you're, you're probably going to get Jared Goff for next year. Jared Goff's probably going to be a quarterback in 2022. And then it looks like the decision is probably going to come in 2023 of what the Lions really want to do at quarterback. And you got three situations that the Lions could do. One, stick with Jared Goff. Two, you can go out and draft a guy. Or three, you could trade for a veteran slash go out and sign a guy. So the Lions got that for them next year. And also, Jared Goff's contract is a lot more movable next year as far as cuttable or even tradable. It's tradable now, but as far as cutting him next year, if they can't find a trade partner, which they should be able to, it it comes a lot easier because – his contract will be almost done at that point. Well, depending how he plays. Um... Yeah, well, I'm saying you should be able to move off him, no problem. You should be able to trade for him or, or, or cut him, whatever. I don't think it'll get to the point where he's that bad, where he's cuttable. I, I just don't. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. Uh, thanks for coming on. I'm going to bring up Josh. Josh, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing? Hey, so do you guys know if uh, before Mari Cooper got traded up, do you all know if he was uh, if we had any interest in him or uh, in Bobby Wagner? So with Ari Cooper, I think he got released. There would have been interest, but you know when you get traded, he had a twenty million base salary due, so that would have been a twenty million dollar cap hit right on the Lions. That would have hurt maybe their plans for free agent. So I don't think there was uh, they were they were interested in trade for him, but he hit the market. There was probably interest in him as free agent. Yeah, I mean a lot of it changes once he is released because then you could offer him a contract and you guys can negotiate and whatnot. So with trading, you're having you're having to take all his money that he was making with Dallas, and obviously that just didn't seem to make sense for the Lions and. For Cleveland, it made a little more sense for them. They're obviously in a glaring need for a wide receiver one. Um, they need a guy. So it makes sense why Cleveland maybe took the bullet and why the Lions didn't go out and make a move like that. So, you know, I think they'll focus their attention on free agency if there's the right price tag for a guy like Robinson or Chark or something like that. And if not, I think then they focus their attention to the draft. I mean, there's going to be a way that the Lions are going to get a receiver this offseason. Maybe one, maybe two, maybe even three. There's going to be a way. Yeah, and then regarding the Wagner, so there's like 11 or 12 teams interested. Lions are one of them. That's all we know right now. I don't think he wants to come here just because, you know, we're kind of like rebuilding stage and that stage, but you never know. That would be great, though. It would be great if you can get Bobby Wagner. It would. It would. That would be a great addition. It's exactly what the Lions are looking for, but kind of like what Peter said, at the end of the day, it's going to be Bobby Wagner's decision, and I just don't know if we have enough to, you know, show that we're the spot he's willing to come to. I want to draft and be young with this regime, but it'd be uh it just would be nice. I think Wagner would just bring more of that strong mentality and that that winning veteran presence to the to the locker room, which would be cool. But take these guys. Thanks. Yeah, Josh, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Josh. Okay guys. Anyone oh. else? All right, Tyler, if not, then we could end this. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys all for joining. Oh, we, oh we, have, we have one more. We have one more. One more. And this will be our last one then. Okay. Oh.
What's up, Jacob? Yo, how's it going? What's up, man? How you doing? Okay, I'm probably I'm probably like way off here, but I just thought about it. Um, so with here. with Amari Cooper going to Cleveland, and then the report coming out that uh, Jarvis Landry can like seek a trade or whatever. Do you see it, or is it any possibility whatsoever that the Lions could like do maybe like like what we saw today, like a fifth and a sixth for Jarvis Landry, and then draft somebody at thirty-two, preferably for me, Jamison Williams, or thirty-four. I don't. I don't think they'll be in the market for for Juice for Juice Landry. I just I don't think he's much of a fit because you have a Monrossi and Brown. I think it's the same argument I saw a couple of days ago where Tyler Lockett can now be available for trades because of obviously the this Hawks dealing Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner being released and them probably going that direction of maybe potentially retooling or rebuilding. I, I just don't think Jarvis Landry is the best fit to go along with Amon Ross St. Brown. It's kind of like I was saying about Tyler Lockett a couple of days ago. So I think the lines will probably go a different direction. I think they're looking for – you know, that big wide receiver on the outside. And I, I just don't think Jarvis Landry fits in that 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 hole for the Lions. Yeah, and again, if you trade for Jarvis Landry, you'll have a $14.3 million cap. That's his base salary this year. And honestly, that that's too expensive for me in terms of his cap hit. That, um, yeah, that was my that was my next question is what, what his uh, cap hit was. But yeah, no, I agree. If I'd prefer an outside wide out. But I just figured it could be like, a one-year thing, just like if he's he's just kind of here to be like a mentor for like Amon Ra and uh, whoever they draft, and then just kind of just get rid of him next if, season. If he ends up getting released, maybe the Lions could have some interest if they can get him on a nice, affordable deal. But as far as trading for him, I don't see that happening. But if he's released, I mean, I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't necessarily rule it out. I mean, even if he's released, though, he's not what they're looking for. No, he's not. I mean, he's a slot receiver, and yeah. they already have that. Amon Rossing Brown. It's a good football. It's a good football player. But he's yeah. a good football player, but I don't think um, he. I don't think Detroit would be his first option for number one, and I don't think the Lions. Um, I don't. I don't think they'd be the would be interested most, at, most willing team to pay him either. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. All so right. I, I would. I wouldn't expect Jarvis Landry for the Lions. Doesn't seem like a name that would intrigue them this offseason. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, guys. Yep. yep. Have a good one, Jacob. You too. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Well, I hope you guys all enjoyed this live show to Twitter Spaces. Thank you guys so much for all the support through the lead up to free agency. And next week is going to be a very, very fun slash hectic week while Pierre's chilling in the sunny Cancun, getting a tan. And he's going to be keeping up with free agency news on the beach. Uh, but, thank, <laughs> but, but thank you guys so much for the lead up to free agency. It's been absolutely great. And it's going to be a lot of fun covering who the Lions end up signing, who the Lions end up trading for. It's going to be a crazy week in the whole NFL. It's already been crazy with just trades so far. So, you know, the NFL, this is a great time. We got free agency, the draft coming up. So thank you guys all again for all the support. And we'll be back whenever the Lions make some moves. And then we'll obviously have a full-on free agency breakdown once it starts to cool down and a lot of the big names are off the board. So, again, thank you guys so much. I'm out. Peace. All right, guys. Hope you're all staying safe. And I'm out. Peace. It's happening daily.
We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 